Welcome back. Extremely important. Listeners! My name is Riley. I'm here with Kindred. Hi. You're listening to Come At Me, an extremely <laughs> important podcast. It's the most important thing of all of history. I've been trying to explain to you guys now for almost a year how important this podcast is. <laughs> I just don't think you get it. I mean, the word extremely is in all caps, so if they don't understand at this point, it's really yeah, like, it's how could we be? How could we be clearer? I don't know any way to be clearer than putting something in all caps. Right. Um, I'd like to start off this episode in the fashion of my dear friend Riley with some ASMR. Yeah! <laughs> um, Riley knows this, but I woke up a mere hour ago <laughs> and um, went into the kitchen, didn't have any food, but I did have some chocolate from Ikea that I bought a couple weeks ago. And it's, um, I bought a bag of little Dame bars. They're mini. Oh, And uh they're kind of just like score bars here in the Mm -hmm. U.S. So, please enjoy my Dame ASMR. I'm going to open the package now. Oh, it's not, it's not very crinkly. (laughs) I'm really trying. It's not really picking up on the mic. <laughs> I can hear it on over the phone. Just get really close to your mic. Oh, I'm pre- I'm pretty much making out with this mic. <laughs> yep. And that's my ASMR. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> so that's my ASMR. I really like score bars, but I don't like eating them because then they get stuck in my teeth. Yeah, no, it's painful. It's not a chocolate... That's it's it was like a big bag of mini bar these bars, uh huh, and I, it's taken me forever to eat because it's not a chocolate you can just sit down and like just grab handfuls of. You know that's so that's an Amazon review waiting to happen. <laughs> it really is. It um, really is. So I don't. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say it. I'm just okay. gonna say it. Let's do it. Um, Kindred and I have been talking. Behind the scenes, guys. B- BTS. <laughs> I like when we explain this. I guys, do too. we're friends outside S- of the podcast. Sometimes we don't record every time we talk. It's true. And we both feel like we're very low energy lately. Mm-hmm. And perhaps not entertaining at all. Yeah. And, and this is episode 50. <laughs> this is episode 50, right? Right. So we're really doing it. <laughs> so I just want to um, say that if the next like five episodes are not very good just we know just hang in there we just know hang in there. maybe pop back in at episode 60 oh um, nice the maybe... 50s are just really gonna be a rough time for us yeah maybe at that point we'll be like really really going for it we have we have excuses up the wazoo but no one cares about that that's really true it's really true oh my um, cat's trying to get into my closet so just give me one second okay i mean i'm so weird they can probably hear me while Kendra deals with her cat, I'll do my ASMR. Okay, good. Which is um, water bottle ASMR. Hell yeah. Um, specifically, it's well, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Specifically, it's called a clean canteen. Clean is spelled with a K. Ew. So is canteen. It sounds like this. It's aluminum. I think. I'm not very familiar with the various metals. 
when you drink out of it, it sounds like this. Ah, did you hear the bubbles? <laughs> and then if you close it, it sounds like this. Wasn't that nice? Okay, thanks, everybody. That's the show. Th- that's the show. <laughs> All right, bye. Um, no, I thought you said clean candy. And I was oh. like, why is that? a water bottle brand that I realized it was canteen. It just took me a while. It's fine. Clean candy. Clean candy. Oh. It sounds like an anti-vaxxer candy. Oh, God. It really does. Clean candy. The candy that won't give your children Alzheimer's. Nope. Uh, (laughs) um, Autism. Autism. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Couldn't remember what it's called. Maybe I have Alzheimer's. Or autism. I, it's fair enough, you know? Fair enough. <laughs> uh, this week we are talking about something. Are we? B- believe it or not. <laughs> um, we are talking about Fiona Apple's most recent album, mm-hmm. sadly. Yeah. Um, let me look up the full title. Oh, yeah. No, I you never. Can't. <laughs> right? I, I usually just refer to it as Fiona the Apple's one. full album or right. most recent album. Uh, this was this this was come out in uh, 2012, uh-huh. which makes me really sad. Yeah, it's six um, years. Because I love her and I right. want more of her around. Right. Okay, come on. Here we go. Here we go. Internet. Okay, here we go. It is called the idler wheel is wiser than the driver of the screw and whipping cords will. Oh God! They put, they put dot dot dots. Will That's not the serve, full album. Will serve you more than ropes ever did. More than ropes will ever do. According to Wikipedia. Oh, what was what, I reading? I don't I'm know. Literally, I'm literally looking at Spotify. I'm squinting my eyes on the thing. So I, maybe I'm just squinting. Oh, I don't know yeah, what I'm doing. Yeah, it looks like it's yep. More than ropes will ever do. Um, believe it or not, that is not the longest title of one of her albums. Oh God. <laughs> Do you oh. want to hear the longest title I, of one I, of her albums? I really would. All right, let's 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 do it. Um, You're going to have to give me a second. Okay. I don't know if I can... I don't know if I can give you a full second, Riley. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. When the pawn hits the conflict, he thinks like a king. What he knows throws the blows when he goes to the fight, and he'll win the whole thing before he enters the ring. There's nobody to batter when your mind is your might. So when you go solo, you hold your own hand and remember that depth is the greatest of heights. And if you know where to stand, then you know where to land. And if you fall, it won't matter because you'll know that you're right. Damn, that's just like a, just, it's not even a title, it's just a poem. Yes. <laughs> wow. Your girl loves you some long, some long titles. I like it. I'm, I like it. That's good. It's better than just know. like a single word title. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's fine. It's really fine. It is, it is really fine. Um, on that note, yeah, Kindred, what do you think of this album? album. If you say every sentence like that, yeah. then it'll be a good podcast. Okay. Episode. If we do the Oprah thing, yeah. maybe it'll, maybe it'll make our, us like, just hike up our energy just yeah. without even trying. Maybe we need to just start doing cocaine. Riley, Ah, I've been waiting for you to bring this up. Let's just do it. I've been really waiting. I've been really waiting to just get into that cocaine with you. Can't wait. Can't um, okay, but since we don't have any right now, I guess this will have to do. Just yeah, us. I mean, just we can't, nothing can change in this very moment. Right. So <laughs> next time. Next time. But in the future. 
Um, so my Riley, Riley and I went through a thing, and I she recommended this album to me probably halfway through the week because of a thing, and I <laughs> so mysterious a I thing. <laughs> I'll tell him later. It's just too long for me to want to explain right now. Um, I And then I tried to go on Spotify and listen to it. And Spotify kept saying I was offline and saying I couldn't listen to anything that was that I didn't have downloaded. That happened like, to me last week. I'm, and I was like, fuck you, Spotify. I was like, I am online. So then I tried 4G. Then I tried on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. And for two days, and I kept, you know, shutting down the app and it still wouldn't work. That's weird, because that happened to me when... Yeah. Uh, this is not an exciting story, but when you're driving home from the beach, you yeah. we were trying to look up this artist, mm-hmm. and it just kept saying, you're offline. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, like, I'm... And it would not work, and yeah. I could not figure out how to make it work, so right. that's really weird. Because I don't download my songs on Spotify, so I could still like play the ones I had saved in my library, but they weren't downloaded to the phone, and they would still play. I think if play. you save them to your library, then they are downloaded. No, they're not. Really? You have, yeah, I have to go in there and um, actually download them. To, like, mm. if I go on a trip. Right. Available so offline. But anyway, um, <clears throat> anyway, so yesterday I finally shut, restarted my phone and I was like, if this doesn't fucking work, I'm going to kill myself. And so <laughs> I, so I restarted it and it did work. And I listened to this album. I woke up an hour ago. I listened to it when I woke up for the first time. Are you serious? I'm 100% <laughs> serious. And I, I don't know. I, Okay. I know Riley loves Fiona Apple, and so and I've heard a couple of her songs, and I haven't ever been impressed. And so I was, I was like, oh, I don't want to not like it. I don't want to not like it. And so I was really just putting it off until the last minute. So I woke up, started listening to it. <laughs> I had, I was playing it on my phone with my headphones, and then I opened up my laptop to have the lyrics because I was like, I'm gonna need to know what this lady's saying, and I loved it. It was, oh, thank it was God. a great album. I thought I, you were going to say, and I just don't like it. And I was no, like, oh, no. It was, like, the second it started, I was like, why didn't, why did I have in my head that I didn't like Fiona Apple? This album is great. There's not a song on here that I don't like. Well, I'll tell you probably why you had that in your head. Okay. Because let's look at when her first album was released. Um, so her first album came out in 1996, and it's, like, very, very different. So if you've only heard, like, that stuff from right. that album. Right. Which is possible, because that was her, like, big, like, album that everybody loved. Yeah. Um, you probably wouldn't like it, because it's, it's, right. it's, it's, like, very, very jazzy. Right. I'm into jazz, though. I, I, I like jazz. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's I not, don't know. It's very, I know you don't like slow things. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> and I think, like... There's, like, two songs on that album that aren't, like, incredibly slow. Right. Um, I love all her music. Yeah. But her... I, and I feel like every album she's put out is better than the last one, though. That's the way to do a career. That's amazing. Yeah. And she only... So, her first album was 1996. Mm-hmm. And she didn't release one until 1999. Right. Then she didn't release one until 2005. Oh, jeez. And then she didn't release one in 20, until 2012. So she only has four albums? Yeah. Wow. And she does have a lot of, like, singles. Right. Um, or, like, she's featured on a lot of other things. Right. Um, and she has some anti-Trump songs that she's put out. Yeah. In the last couple of years. Right. But I think... I don't know. I could say a lot. I'll let you talk first. How about that? Oh, um... <coughs> Sorry, I've really, I've just got something in my throat. It's that Dane bar. 
Um, <laughs> I I thought it was great. I really liked. Oh my god! I sw- whatever. I'll just. This is how I sound now. I guess. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> I really liked the first three songs, and I was like, "This is." I mean, she's obviously very poetic, and mm-hmm. she has great lyrics and really like very understated music but that i really liked Mm -hmm. and then i got to the song jonathan Mm -hmm. and i was like it's like this reminds me of classic ben folds five which is my favorite thing on the planet Mm -hmm. i was like this song is fantastic with the drums and the piano and the lyrics and like the way she's singing i was like reminded me of ben folds and which is a 100% 100% positive thing and then the rest of the album I was like oh fuck you know usually albums for me the first half I really like and then I lose interest I say I loved every I loved every song <laughs> loved every song I don't have anything negative to even say about it so I'm so glad I would have been surprised though if you didn't like this album yeah it's, it's just solid <laughs> it, and it seems like kind of right up your alley she's an yeah. amazing pianist yes she is um I think her lyrics are like, I I don't know if there's anyone better at like yeah. at lyrics as as she is. She's amazing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I had a, something I wanted to bring up, and now I can't remember it at all. Okay. Okay. Which That's is okay. great. It's good for the podcast. Yeah. Always. <laughs> um, always. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to remember by just staring at the track titles, but it's not coming to me. Right. Um. But some of these songs have, like, lyrics that stick with me forever. Yeah. Uh, what song is it? It might be... Oh, Valentine. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That one. Yeah. <laughs> there, the, like, chorus says, I'm a tulip in a cup. Mm-hmm. I stand no chance of growing up. Yeah. that uh, I think that's probably my so favorite good. lyric. <laughs> I'm amorous but out of reach. A steel life drawing of a peach. It's mm-hmm. so good. Like, everything really she says, is. I'm just like, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. I'm that too. I know. Here I, I am. <laughs> I've like listened to all of these albums. Um, for some reason, it reminds me a lot of when I lived in Wyoming. Oh, I can see that. Which was like a very. I was only there for I think three months. Right. Um, but I listened to a lot of Fiona Apple while I was there. Yeah. And I also had to drive a lot because it's a big old state with right. a lot of empty space. <laughs> right. So like whenever me and my aunt did anything, we had to drive for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And I would listen to these songs and just, like, cry. Oh, yes. <laughs> just sing along, like, screaming. Like, I've listened to all of these driving through Yellowstone. Oh, like, that would, that so would be many amazing. Times. Yeah, that and just, like, amazing. crying, like, getting so into it. Right. She's, she's so sincere. She is. And I think, like, the fact that she will wait three, five, seven years to put out an album. Right. They're... They feel very polished to me, every song. I Yeah, it wasn't haphazardly thrown together. Yeah, like, she she obviously... And, and this is how, like, really anything works. Yeah. Especially poetry. Right. Is, like, you write something down, you're feeling yeah. good about it. Yeah. And then you revise it for, like, eight years. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, you just keep going back to it, and more than anything, you just keep taking stuff out. Right. And be, until it's it, what you want it to be. Right, and it really feels like she did that. Yeah. Like, she obviously experienced a major heartbreak. Yeah. And she got it all out there. Yeah. And perfectly. And it's, oh, it's all so good. I love Left Alone. Yeah. That's such a great song. Yeah. They're all just... They're all really good. They're all really good. And they're all, like, 
there's a few artists, the Smiths being like the major one. Yeah. That like when I when I heard them for the first time, I was like, oh, everyone else has been lying to me. Right. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that other people felt like I do. Right. And just feel like a freaking weirdo loser. Yeah. All the time. Right. <laughs> Which I'm sure everyone feels, but... Yeah, but it's nice But no one talks about it that much. Right. And there are different levels of, like, art that really captures that, and the Smiths is definitely... Yeah. Definitely one. But Fiona Apple really does that for me, too. And even though most of her songs are about, like, tumultuous relationships... Right. Which I don't connect with too much. I mean, everybody has, like, difficult relationships, but... Right. Not... Probably not to the degree that (laughs) she does it sound like. (laughs) Yes. But within those songs are things that just like really speak to me Mm -hmm. is anything we want on this album uh yeah yeah it is it is it's the second to last song yeah um that song too has a lot of lyrics that like really stick out to me yeah and they're just really beautiful like she's talking about one of the ones that's so visual she's like talking about standing in the mist of a car's headlights yeah and the light like reflecting her scars yeah and looking like a neon zebra. Yeah. It's, like, such a good... Every time I hear that, I, like, picture her doing I know. that. And it's so... I don't know. I just think it's real. And she sings in a way that you can actually fucking understand what she's saying. That was... And that's why I pulled up the lyrics. I was like, I want to be able to understand her, but I didn't even need them. I can, yeah. I can hear what she's saying, which is... I have a hard time understanding what people say in yeah. songs. But she, she did it. She really did it. She really did it. I was listening to... I can't remember who it was, and I hate when I do this. I'm like, I was listening to this guy, and he said right. this thing. Yeah. Um, I know it was on the 5049 podcast. Okay. Um, But he was interviewing a guy. Okay. I, I'm, no, I'm great at this. Okay. Jeremiah Zimmerman is the guy who runs 5049 Records and Podcast, and he has okay. a great, great podcast. If you care about music in any capacity, yeah. especially if you're a musician, which I am not. <laughs> I still find it fascinating. It's super cool. And I think musicians would find it even more interesting. Josh right. is, like, obsessed with it. So I listened to it nice. with him every once in a while. But he was interviewing this guy who was talking about how lazy people are with lyrics these days. Yeah. And not not just lyrics. Right. He was talking about, uh, fuck, I'm so good at this. What's her <laughs> name? Uh, oh, oh, no. <laughs> Lana Del Rey. We oh, got okay. There. Oh, my God. He's talking about Lana Del Rey. Yeah. And one of her songs says, he whistled my name, I think yeah. is the lyric. Yeah. And he's talking about how much that bothered him. Right. <laughs> he, said, he said, like, the entire song, but especially that line, yeah. is just made to, like, sound interesting and to, like, fit the, like, rhythm. Yeah. Without adding, like, anything to but the... It's- meaning <laughs> right but it's not anything yeah that's not anything and he's talking about how everyone just like mumbles everything now because they're right. not they don't give a shit about what the lyrics actually say it's not about yeah. like the words at all anymore right and i do feel personally that like the music should come before the lyrics yeah in terms of like level of skill and a, a song can't be saved by interesting lyrics is what i'm saying Right. Like, I, I think it has to be a good song, because it is yeah. a song. It's not a poem. It's not a book. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But the lyrics should do something. 
they oh yeah no it, and and vice versa i think like it could be super yeah. catchy but i think it if a song is super catchy but has very superficial lyrics mm-hmm. it doesn't really enter into a song other than it's a very it doesn't like enter into another realm besides just being oh it's very catchy yeah and it's also something that i tend to throw away pretty quickly right like i might get really into a certain pop song like this right. happens to me periodically i'll hear uh like what's that camille cabello song it's not oh, Havana. It's oh, I don't know. Anyway, she had like two singles this year and okay. one of them I really liked and I can't even remember the name now, so that tells you like right. how much it stuck with me. But I, I was really into it for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then the lyrics are so like Nothing. incredibly repetitive, which isn't yeah. necessarily a downfall, but just right. like it's not something that I'm interested in going back to in any way. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I I I know exactly how that is. But, like, I, this music, you have to go back to. Yeah. To un- unravel it. Yeah, it's... And if you're it, interested in that, which I am. Right. And not... Uh, but the lyri- the amazing lyrics are also coupled with beautiful music. Mm-hmm. And it's really... It culminates in uh, just a wonderful listening experience. I agree. And, that, and there's a the fun... Truth. There's a fun level of, like variety in yeah. all of her albums yeah um like there's some with like a really heavy drum influence in mm-hmm. certain songs or mm-hmm. a very heavy piano influence or whatever yeah. and i usually there's piano in every song but right she plays with musical style a lot right but it all feels cohesive i just think she's a genius i like i agree and i it's interesting to me because she was kind of like a 90s icon i guess yeah I wouldn't know. I was a little child right. listening to Insane. I was a BB, right? Um, but it's interesting to me that she's kind of fallen out of like public. Yeah, I don't know. Like people don't really care about what she's doing, and I think that's partly she's probably just a private person. Yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like she's amazing. I agree. And we should care more about what's going on with her. <laughs> we should. I, do you think she'll do another album? I hope so. It looks like, so the first album, it was three years in between it, and the next yeah. one, it was, I think, five, and then the next one, it was seven. So, <laughs> so I I'm know. hoping we're doing nine years. Right. Fingers I'm crossed. That's a thing she's doing. <laughs> well, that's just, that sounds like something I would do. I'd just be, yeah. like, really stubborn. If, even if I wanted to release it sooner, I'd be like, yeah, but it has to be nine years. Yeah. So that would be like, 2012, okay, so it'd be 2021. So right. Keep your there fingers you crossed. I hope so. I... <laughs> But if not, I'll just keep listening to these four albums over and over again. Right. And, and you think... should go back and check them out if you liked this one. Yeah, I'm going to definitely give this album some more time, and then I will. I will. I will. I will. I will. Um, on the note of Lana Del Rey's lyrics, mm-hmm. he he whistled my name, which is just very silly to me. Yeah. Um, I was... <clears throat> I've got something in my eye. I've got something in my throat. I am falling apart at the seams. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, me and Linda and Steven were uh, downtown, downtown mm. Decatur, and we were walking by, and a girl stopped us, um, and she's like, "Hey, do you have time to talk about LGBTQ rights?" So we stopped and we talked to her, mm-hmm. and she, she at the end, you know. She asked our names, and we were trying to get to know her. And I said, oh, I'm Kindred. 
she was like, oh, that's my favorite League character. And then we walked away. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what's... I was like, I thought... It... And I was like, Steven, what's a League character? And he's like, League of Legends. And I was like, how come nobody's ever told me this? <laughs> and um, so we Googled it. And Lee and Kindred is, I guess, uh, uh, like, fuck, my video game terms are really failing me right now. Uh. Not a character, but like, oh, a class is a class you can be. Oh. And so Steven, <laughs> Steven pulled up a fanfic about the Kindred. Oh, my God. So, and it was like, there was a line in it, and it was between two characters it was like two paragraphs and it was just stupid it was two stupid paragraphs and i was like somebody wrote this and it's a fanfic <laughs> but there was a line and it was like the character said something and then the the after it said he growled in blah 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 and i was like this style of writing is so derivative of like twilight yeah, and it really bothers me. And anyway, the Lana Del Rey lyric, he whistled, <laughs> yeah. he whistled my name. It's just very like, it's like a fifteen-year-old girl trying to sound like she's writing something, but really all she's ever read is Twilight. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. What's funny is, to me and to mm-hmm. no one else, yeah, um, is I used to always get like marked on my paper for using yeah. words that like didn't totally make sense. Oh, really? I would, like, invent verbs. Yeah. And put them in, which everybody does now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I would, like, or make strange contractions. Right. Which are, like, the way you talk. You just, I like, was gonna shove say, words together. My favorite thing is, if I'm texting, is to do a contraction with two apostrophes, like, shouldn't have. Yeah. Shouldn't have. I, yeah. I love doing that one. But, like, that's, that's, people say that. No right. No one says should not have or right. shouldn't have, like, shouldn't have. Yeah, anyway, exactly. I mean, but I used to always get marked down for that all the time, and I always wanted to go talk to the teacher and be like, this is what I meant, though. Like, Right. This is my writing? <laughs> well, I think I just, like, think fairly abstractly. Right. And then it doesn't really work out if you're, like, writing an academic paper. <laughs> R- yeah, oh, yeah. D- yes. Yep. Mm, yep. Mm. My, my technical writing is technical writing is not my favorite thing and I am in a legal field I'm <laughs> I'm so good at it and I'm not even trying to brag yeah other than my word weird word choices yeah but like I think it's because I was in gate <laughs> yeah gifted and talented education right and I had to write research papers since like literally third grade right and I remember this specific instance, and I, I think about it often because I just still am like, how, how did I do this? Yeah. I'm not bragging. I know it sounds like <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm sad of my own laziness because I truly think I have potential. Yeah. And I truly waste it every second of every day. Yeah, it's fine. Like, I, I could probably do good things. Right. <laughs> and instead, I do nothing. It's um, you do this podcast, this podcast that we're super into, and we have the highest energy amount in the world. That's right. I do this podcast. Um, but I ha- I was re- in this class, and it mm-hmm. was uh, some kind of critical analysis class. Yeah. And I had to write a research paper. Right. And I didn't write it because <laughs> I'm great at preparation. Right. So I School. picked a to- right. I had I had, like, picked a topic a while ago. Okay. So, I didn't even write it the night before. Like, I couldn't yeah. even find that motivation. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I woke up mm-hmm. at, like, 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. And wrote the entire paper. My class started at 7. 
cool. You're really doing it. Really doing it. I wrote the entire paper in three hours, 12 pages. It wasn't, yeah. it was fairly lengthy. Right. And I, and I, not only did I do well. Right. I got the highest grade in the class. Yep. And the teacher, like, came and talked to me about how brilliant it was and used it as an example for everybody else. By the way, it wasn't brilliant. Here's the truth. I went to a school full of stupid people. That's that's really the key for me is I do I do the same shit where in paralegal school where I last second, last second, just shat something out. But because you know, if it's coherent, you're going to do better than everybody else. Yeah. And everybody else would be like, Oh, we're all meeting at the library to work on this. Or do you want to come? And I'm like, no, I'm really busy. I've got to play a video game. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. (laughs) And that's, I, I hate it because I all through my academia and which Mm -hmm. like, I loved school and I, I, well, I loved parts of it. Right. Um, I learned, and it was always reinforced, that I could wait until the very last (laughs) second to do anything, and then I could turn it in, and and then I would do better than everybody else, because everybody else doesn't have any clue what's going on. I'm great at comprehending instructions. Yeah. I'm great at um, reading teachers and doing what they want. Yep. And I'm great at taking tests. I Like, I literally can understand what the teacher would put as the right answer, because I understand them. Yeah. And that's a big advantage, and I recognize that. It's the it is the key to school. I yeah, just playing I, the game. Yeah, and honestly, that's I mean, I slid through. I slide through all of any academic stuff I do. I slide through because I take tests well too. Yeah, and I had a math class, and I'm not great at math. I wish I was. It's really like very interesting to me, but I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not good at it, but I had a math class where the teacher literally just took, we had quizzes, you know, every day. She just Mm -hmm. took questions from the quizzes and put them on the test and the tests, you know, were a hundred questions, but I could just remember exactly what the answer was. The multiple choice answers were from the quizzes. Mm -hmm. I never had to study. And everyone's Mm -hmm. like, how did you get so high? And I'm like, well, we had Like, remember those quizzes? Yeah. I didn't study. I'm not doing, you know? I don't know. And that's, I think, like, the expectations are so low from teachers, too. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, if you, if you meet their expectations, they're blown away. Right. And that's, like, all you have to do. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know. It's, uh, I'm pretty good at, like, technology. Like, I had to build a bunch of websites. And you just, and everyone else freaks out. I'm like, you just figure it out. You just mess around until it it works. That's my thing. That's my biggest thing with, like, computers and people... (laughs) like trying to ask me I'm like don't you just click around like that's yeah, how I figured figure it, out. it out yeah <laughs> you or just like, do it if all else fails you google it and you will find Literally. step-by-step instructions to fix your problem it just just goddamn google it just goddamn google it I'm like if I can't if for god forbid I don't know how to do something in like Microsoft Word or something which at this point I know how to do pretty much everything yeah I just google it and then it tells me <laughs> And then it tells me. There, there it is. I know. It's ridiculous. I don't mm. know how we got on this tangent. Me neither. We really did it, though. <sighs> but the point is, um, yeah. me and Hindred are both, like, super smart. <laughs> yeah. We're What we're trying to say is, actually, it got started because I said I'm not good at technical writing. And that's because oh. I'm not good at technical. But Riley is. Yeah. Which so. I don't like. No. It, I, I can't even, I can't focus on it. Like, I fucking hate technical writing. I'm like, I, whatever. I hate it. I'm good at it because I've done yeah. it a lot and I worked right. at a laboratory and that's right. all I did. But, like, I I think often 
if I should, like, go into the field that I'm actually, like, trained in. Yeah. Which is professional writing, technical writing, editing. Right. But, like, when I worked as an editor... Yeah. I was miserable. Right. And so, (laughs) it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't love my job, but at least I get to talk to human beings during my day. I was gonna say, solitary jobs are just not great. (laughs) Just not... And, yeah, and it's weird because I always, I still daydream about, like, I should just be a mailman, you know? Yeah. And, like, I don't have to talk to anybody and I can just do my job. But the thing right. is, as much as I like to, and I am an introvert for sure, mm-hmm. and I do need a lot of lo- alone time for yeah. sure, but if I have too much alone time, like, if my job is alone time, it I get real sad real quick. Yeah, me too. I, I just start to be, like... Am I real? Right. Like, is, yeah. is is anything real? Yeah. Like, and especially when you're working in a job where no one's monitoring what you're doing. Yep. Yep. And not like I wouldn't get my work done, but I would get it done in, like, half the time that they thought I would need. Right. And then I would just kind of sit around, and it, and it was just, and, like, wait for someone else to give me a job, and it was just yeah. so, like, weird. It was just a weird, lonely, strange job. Yeah, no, that's, like, how my last job was, just in a cubicle. Yeah, damn Nobody monitoring the ends. Yeah, it's That's why I was on Pinterest all the time. I also fell asleep a lot. Oh, nice, nice. I could not, I can't, I just, like, physically can't, but I wish I could. Oh, man. We had this thing, and I don't know, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but I probably have, because it made a big impression on me. Yeah. Um... When I worked at the laboratory, we had this this thing on our computers. I know mm-hmm. I've talked to you about it because it's hilarious. Oh, it made a huge impression on me, and yeah. I've told so many people about it. <laughs> I wish I could remember what it was called because it had a very silly name. Yeah. But I think it was every hour of work, mm-hmm. it would make you get up from your desk for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, you could, like, it would freeze your computer. Right. So you couldn't use your mouse or anything. Yeah. You could ignore it, but if you ignored it too much, you got in trouble. Like, someone would, right. come, would come, like, discipline you, which is right. hilarious. If you ignored it to work, you got in trouble. Anyway. So funny. Every, like, hour... Actually, it might have been every 30 minutes. It was, like, frequently. Yeah. Your computer would completely turn off, like, any function. Yeah. And a screen would pull up, and it would, like, want you to do stretches or mm-hmm. go walk around. Like, you had the option to go walk around for five minutes or do stretches at your desk. Yeah. And it was, like, in an attempt to, like, not make people injured, you Yeah. Know. No, I mean, and, like, I can... After working a desk job, it is important to get up. Right. But the forcing you every hour or whatever yeah. it was is so funny to me. Well, and it was really funny because that's, like, when people would socialize. Like, people would get right. up and be like, my blah, blah, blah. I wish I could remember what it was called. It was so silly. Yeah. I can picture it perfectly. Right. It would be, like, my five minutes, whatever, and uh-huh. people would go chat. But after a while, I just started sleeping. <laughs> Oh, my God. For the five minutes, because I was, like, so, like, screen fatigued. Right. And also just, like, exhausted in general and very depressed. Oh, God. So I would just, like, lay down on my desk Uh and just sleep for five minutes. And you could, like, really sleep. Apparently, there was people who would, like, lay on the ground and, like, sleep for five minutes. You know what? To each his own. Yeah. Like, I would never do that. And it it was always so nice to get a cubicle... Where your door wasn't, like, by the hallway where people oh, would walk yeah. frequently. Oh, yeah. So you could kind of do, like, get away with 
screwing around more. Yes. Oh yeah. It's That's just the so best. weird. Have you seen, you've seen Office Space, right? Oh, I sure have. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Because there's like so many jobs, and sometimes I think I want a job like this. Yeah. Where you're yeah. just like a cog in a machine of a corporation, and no one like really knows what you do. Right. But you just kind of like do your little piece to keep it going. Yeah. I always I always fantasize about that sort of job too. Mm-hmm. Um where it is like it is that and then think, "Oh, that would leave me so much like energy to do things I actually want to do." Yeah. <laughs> but I know me and I would just be depressed in that job and then come right. home and be depressed at my home. <laughs> That's the thing. Like right now I'm working in like a very small business. Yeah. And it's grown a lot. When I started working there, there was 16 people. Now there's 22. Oh, dang. Which is a lot in a couple of years. Yeah. Um, But it's weird being, like, extremely monitored and accountable. Oh, yeah. Because, like, we're all around each other all the time. Right. So, like, you're very aware of what everyone else is doing all the time and what their job is and, like, what they're going to take care of. and Yeah. And that's very weird, too. Yeah. But mm. I don't know. And, and uh, sometimes it's shitty and sometimes it's great. And right. sometimes it's insanely overwhelming and sometimes it's very boring. And I guess that's just jobs in general. Yeah. But, like, I think about there's people who really, I don't know if there are. I assume yeah. people seem to say that they have a dream, their dream job. Uh, I, yeah, people do say that. I'm not <laughs> one of them. I just, I'm like, how, what percentage of people who are like in a career like where they're they're yeah. probably going to be there for 10 years at least right is like their ideal situation yeah that's a really good question because there's there's so many things that i would like love to do yeah but i don't know how to make them profitable right so like i gotta work right but I, and i think that's the story and i'm not calling myself an artist by any stretch but I am right. like a creative individual in general yeah. right but I think like most I don't know if most probably most artists they do their art and then they have to have like some way to eat you know yeah day job <laughs> gotta have a day job yeah and I just uh, I'm tired of I don't know I do like my job day to day yeah yeah but I get tired of 100% just making money for somebody else, even though, of course, I'm getting money, too. Right. Like, it's just weird. Yeah. Jobs are weird. No, I mean, I think I think a lot of my... Because I have the exact same issue. I mean, I think it's just an issue people, people have, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I don't have any drive to... Af- like, after I do my job, I don't have any drive to then go work on my quote-unquote side hustle yeah and I'm a creative type too and I I start these projects mm-hmm. and like I want to follow them through and I want to like create something but then I have to go to work and I come home and I'm like I'm just gonna watch Star Trek yeah you know it's yeah. like and that really I mean it's just something I guess you have to change in yourself yeah and you have to use the like being uncomfortable or being bitter towards yourself you have to use that as like a jumping off point to say yeah. uh, to actually make change well and i think we accidentally got the the crux of it here with the podcast yeah, yeah. which like we both love like passionately yeah. right but like my job my day-to-day job yeah has been 
incredibly overwhelming lately just yeah. due literally due to maternity leaves like oh god five people got pregnant at the same time yeah and then they all had babies at the same time right and fortunately two of them are in my like part of the office oh. so i was covering i've been covering for people for eight months i was gonna say yep. for six but it's been since the beginning of the year yep so just normal. i'm really i'm really tired yeah <laughs> and it's like I don't, it's not like it was hard, but it taking no. on, and, and also I was training people because we were hiring mm-hmm. people to make up for losing people. Yeah. So I, I've been training people, covering two posts, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and taking on new projects, so there's always new projects, yeah. for like this entire year, and I think it's just like finally caught up to me. Luckily, right. at this point, everyone is now back. Oh, as hell of, yeah. I think two weeks ago. Okay, there everyone, you go. Yeah, everyone is now back. I'm now back in my position just doing my job. Oh, and, that's a good feeling. Oh, man. Wednesday and Thursday were the uh-huh. first days I didn't leave just, like, fried. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, like, I've, I, like, I got all the shit on my, like, list done. I, right. I, I actually got to start working on these long-term projects that I've been postponing for months and months and months because I just don't have the energy to, like, figure them out. Right. Like, I'm finally actually getting back into marketing, which is my fucking job. Right. <laughs> Instead of just, like, making the practice run day by day. Yeah. And it, it it's good, and I can see that I'm now gonna maybe not be completely exhausted every single day. Mm-hmm. But I know that people do work like that every day, where they come home every day. And, and even, even if I don't have a lot of shit to do, yeah. just being present... Mm-hmm. And interacting with humans, yeah, really takes it out of me. But same here, girl. Yeah, and so it's so hard to come home and be like, oh, well, now I need to not only take care of my pets, yeah, and my house, right, and my relationship, mm-hmm. and my other relationships, right, and my family, and <laughs> the yard, and you know, like all yeah. that other stuff. Which takes a lot of time. Grocery shopping, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, like just yeah. stupid shit. Now I'm going to try to find the energy to paint or write. Yeah. Or it, it, like, it's, it's not going to happen. Right. It really sucks that the creative, the create, the creative things always, always come last. Yeah. And maybe And they're like the most important things. Right. And I was going to say, maybe that's, you know, where we're going wrong but but that's the thing like going grocery shopping you have to go grocery shopping yeah you have to take care of your house if your house isn't clean or whatever i i personally fall into a depression yeah you know it's like you have to take care of these things before you can even manage to do the fun things and there's nothing i love more than starting a new creative endeavor yeah where the fuck is the time (laughs) yeah and i've been feeling such like a push lately to make more time for creative stuff. Yeah. But it's, it does, unfortunately, always get pushed to the weekend. Yeah. And then the weekend gets filled with chores that I can't do during the week. Right. And then it just doesn't happen. Yep. And it's like, I have been painting more, which is always good. That's good. I've been feeling a real strong pull to write again, which I haven't done in years. Yeah. And the other thing, and this is another theory of mine, is that school just wiped me out. Yeah. And I had to take a break for a couple of years. Yeah. Because it's just constant writing, reading deadlines. 
Right. Because, like, I didn't read a book for probably an entire year. Yeah. And that's, like, insane. Right. I'm finally getting back into reading. Yeah. Which is, like, a weird thing to say for someone who was, like, an English major reading constantly. Like, uh, that's part of your job. Right. But, like... I didn't even have the energy to be entertained <laughs> by books. Yeah. It was just too hard to, like, have to make the work of putting those things through my brain. I don't... Yeah. It's so weird. Reading does take a lot of energy, and that's, like, the one thing this year that I've been trying to do better. And I've mm-hmm. actually been reading. The past, like, two years, I've read, I mean, honestly, probably only nine books per year. <laughs> but, like, yeah. that was so much more than I read the previous years. Yeah. And... I think reading reading is worthwhile. Reading and creating. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I think, like, the sad thing mm-hmm. is that we're probably just going to get more tired. <laughs> I know. Like, there's just going to be more adult shit. Yeah. And it, ne- it really never ends. And I don't... I've been just thinking about, like, how... Uh, aside from emotional and all the other things Mm -hmm. how can people have kids (laughs) yeah like it's that's your whole life like and I know I mean I work with plenty of wonderful women who work full-time and also are raising children right now right and I just don't know man it's just a lot (laughs) I know I know and uh, you don't you don't sleep Mm -hmm. you gotta just really just give all of your emotions into this person and And it's not like it ends like my no my uh in-laws who are like in their 60s yeah are still taking care of their kids all of them yeah like in very like hands-on ways not like right and i'm a call every once in a while and that's also i mean i mean that's a style of family like my parents i'm i love them and we're close but i yeah we are very independent of one another yeah yeah but i don't know Yeah. I don't know either. I guess, I mean, kids really are not in my future at the moment, so. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess that's something I don't have to worry about, but. It's it's something I think about a lot, and I guess just because I'm married, and I have been married for three years now. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, And so... I'm not considering it, but people want to talk to me about it a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. so when is this going to happen? And I'm just like, not now. Like, like I don't know. And Stop I, asking me. Like, I'll get there if I get there. Yeah. If you're listening to this <laughs> and you know someone who's who's young and married, don't talk to them about when they want to have kids. Just Unless don't. you're, like, really close to them. Yeah. But also... Unless you're, but, like, best friends. I was going to say... Or they bring it up. Or you're, like... Yeah. In other, in some other way. But if it's a coworker and they're just married and you're like, hey, when are you going to have kids? Well, it's like every, <laughs> every person that comes into the practice I work at. Yeah. Everybody knows that people have had babies because we've, they've seen a lot of faces moving around. Right. So they're, everyone, I hear this at least once a day. You're next. Ha 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 ha. Oh my God. No, and, that's and not, like, no. that's not okay. <laughs> well, and, and th- they'll all be like, be careful or like, don't drink the water. And I'm like, uh-huh. And I know they're kidding, and I just, I'm, I, ki- I'm right. obviously, like, kind, and I obviously right. just, like, play along, because I'm not an right. asshole. I'm not like, I don't want kids. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. LOL, yeah. Right. But I want to always be like, 
I have taken proper precaution to ensure that that does not happen. Thank you, though. You know, right? Like, Thanks. I am planning out my life, and if I ever do have kids, it's going to be extremely intentional. Yeah. And I'm going to think about it real, real hard for a long time first. Right. And like right. have a serious plan in mind. Yeah. It's just not, and yeah. it's not right now. Yep. It's something neither me nor my husband are interested in. Yeah. We are both very aware that things change. Right. And we might change our minds when we're older. Right. But I'm 25, and I know that that sounds like an age where I can do things like have kids. No. But in my head, it's just not. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I'm i right there with you, girl. I'm a tulip in a cup. Yeah, exactly. I stand no chance of growing up. Yep. Way to, way to bring it on back. Girl, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> you know, here's here's a some musing from okay. Riley. Musing okay. with Riley. There's musing our new segment. Musing with Riley. Perfect. <laughs> AKA the entire episode. <laughs> Every time we start a show, mm-hmm. we end up somewhere that I did not anticipate. Right. That's so weird. I know. I'm like, I'm... I kind of think I know what we'll talk about. And then we're just like, here we are. Right. Like, or that I, I, I do the same thing and I'm like, oh, we'll only be able to go for 20 minutes mm-hmm. and then 50 minutes later. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, interesting. We're here. We're here at a place. Uh, I'm um, hoping, hoping I can find energy soon. You know, as that's, I yawn. that's all one can really hope for. And yet, <laughs> and yet, yeah, I don't know are. if it'll if it'll ever happen mm. um i would like to give this album eight stars eight thumbs whatever our rating system is <laughs> you just start a whole Fuck. new one yep eight thumbs i will give it 9.5 because nothing's perfect unless i decide it is exactly <laughs> so 9.5 thumbs from me it's beautiful a, it's nine it's very close to perfect it's wonderful yes Listen to it. Enjoy also, it. shout out to listener Cameron. Um, name redacted. <laughs> name redacted. <laughs> For introducing me to Fiona Apple and sending me all of her stuff oh, years beautiful. ago and starting my love of her. Oh, Thanks, Cameron. Oh. You're the best. I'm, cla- I'm clapping. That's me clapping. <laughs> I'm clapping. That's me clapping. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, um, oh, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Your dogs, your dogs. What's mm-hmm. fun about mm-hmm. those? This hat on your neck and the ring through your nose. Uh, my dogs. Mm-hmm. They're, they're as crazy as ever. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of get used to it, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they don't seem too interesting. <laughs> um, we were at the beach for a week a while ago. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, that's crazy because I've talked about it a lot. Because listen to the last couple episodes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Nana and Poppy were watching them, a.k.a. Josh's parents. Right. Which was very sweet of them, and they're the mm-hmm. best, like, dog sitters in the world. Oh. And our dogs... Here's the thing about our dogs. Yeah. And I'm sure... I'm sure probably I've talked about this. Mm-hmm. They hate everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless they decide that they like you. Right. And I don't know what their criteria is. It's... extremely mysterious (laughs) one day you'll find out one day i I don't think i will like most people it seems like they like women easier okay um but that's that who knows honestly right Right. um oops sorry i bumped i bumped things oops um but like when kindred visited they instantly loved her which was good Mm -hmm. and surprising 
Good day for me. Yeah. When my aunt visited, they loved her, mm-hmm. which is great. Um, they're, they're still a little weird with Linda, but not yeah. not too much. They're pretty weird with Steven. <laughs> um, he's just, he's the alpha and they can tell. Well, and he's got a big beard and they don't know anyone with a big beard. So that's just got to really throw him off. Um, well, I don't know if he does anymore. He, sometimes he has a big beard. Right. Um, but like Nana and Poppy. So when we moved to Virginia, this is now turning into a story and it didn't, it wasn't meant to be. That's okay. When we moved to Virginia, (laughs) Mm -hmm. we drove here in about three days, which is hard to explain how amazing that is because we were in a U-Haul hauling Josh's car. Right. Going through the hills of West Virginia, which is like insane. Right. And all the rest of the country. We drove from Idaho to Virginia in, like, three days. Right. Um, and when we got here, we didn't know how the dogs would be with each other. Mm-hmm. Dignan is a very friendly dog towards other dogs. Mm-hmm. Lennox is not, but he had lived with another dog, so we thought maybe it'd be okay. Right. Anyway, we as soon as we arrived, immediately we put Lennox in a cage because we didn't want to, like... <laughs> see if they would be okay yeah and we left dignan out and then we went and got food like literally right Right. then like we didn't do anything we all went out and got food right then because we were starving right we also didn't eat for three days just kidding it's fine (laughs) that's how road trips work right (laughs) yeah exactly and when we came home dignan had shat (laughs) everywhere oh no like like the living room was i it wasn't 100% 100% covered in poop. Yeah. But, like, 50%. Oh, my God. He pooped so much. And we had given him the chance to poop outside of the truck. Right. And he just, like, didn't. Okay. And it's not like he hadn't pooped in three days, because, like, we... Yeah. We had gotten... He had the chance, and he did. Yeah. He pooped all over the house, and I think probably, in hindsight, he was just freaked... Like, we showed up, we sat down Left for five minutes, and then we're like, bye. He's probably just freaked out. Right. But he pooped everywhere. Okay. Anyway, we cleaned it all up and it was fine. But then he was, like, very scared of Nana and Poppy. Oh. Because he's just a scared little baby. Yeah. And he, like, was not sure how he thought about them. Right. But then about two days later, he fell in love with them. And this is the story of Dignan. Like... Right. Most people he meets, he's very cautious of. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes aggressive in the way that he'll try to herd you. He's a herding dog. (laughs) Right. So he'll, like, he'll, like, bite your ankles... Right. Not bite them, but, like, nip at your ankles. Yeah. Or, like, try to hurt you where he wants you to go. Like, he'll try to, like, push your body with his body. Right. It's really annoying, and I hate <laughs> it a lot. Like, if... He needs you to go over here now. Oh, yeah, it's it's horrible. But then, if he decides that you're, like, safe and okay, mm-hmm. then he will, like, shower you in love. Oh. And oh. It's, it's just really sweet. So, every time they come over now... He just, like, is all over them. And yeah. it's he has, he's really expressive. He has, like, super expressive ears. Yeah. So, like, if he's alert, his ears are up and, like, forward. Right. If he's, like, submissive and happy, he'll, like, point them back. Oh. And I don't know what that language means, but it's what right. he does. So he'll just, like, put his ears back and his whole face looks different. He just, like, smiles and, like, freaks out. But when we were at the beach, they sent us all these pictures of him Mm -hmm. just, like, staring at them. Okay. Like, lovingly. I love that so much. It was so cute. And Lennox is always just very lovey. Oh. And they're both insane. Like, oh, I I think they're... I know all dogs have, like, quirks. Right. (laughs) But I don't think they have quite as much as 
our dogs. They're yeah. th- they're insane, lovely, terrible little creatures. They're really they're really wonderful. Which I think is probably how everyone feels about their children and pets. Right. <laughs> Gotta love them. But they're a little crazy. Yeah, exactly. But they drive me insane. Anyway, <laughs> that was a tangent that oh, about I, dogs. I miss your dogs. And they miss you. The they loved you. It was really oh, cute. I love them. Ugh. All right, well. Come see them. Oh, girl, I will. Don't worry. I'll get up there. Oh, I'll get up there. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's my turn for the catchphrase. Nice. Mm. I'm glad you remember because mm. I don't ever. Take I us away, Kindred. <laughs> I will. And I think the way this works, this will just be our catchphrase is me explaining how the catchphrase works, oh, our famous good. closing catchphrase. I think the way it works, um, and I didn't intend for it to turn out this way, uh-huh. um, but if you intro, then I do the closing catchphrase. Oh. And I think, I don't know if that's how it turned out, how it was originally, but that is how it is now. And that's been the history of Come At Me and Extremely Boring. Uh, nope. That's been the history of Come At Me and Extremely Boring Podcast. Just kidding, guys. It's extremely oh, important. Shit. That's <laughs> oh, good. burn. Self burn. Um, but we thank you for listening if you made it this far. Stick with us. Stick with us. We'll one, get there. One day we'll have more enthusiasm. One day. We we really will, guys. It's a cycle. You know us. Yeah. You yeah. Us. You've seen it. You've seen it plenty of times right. before. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.